Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. Tonight is the election night, and, night, and uh, night. We'll, we'll be having some breaking news once in a while. But we have some breaking news now, Lydia, don't we? Okay, now we do. Breaking news, WABC. Epstein victim now says she may have made a mistake in accusing Professor Alan Dershowitz. Hmm, where have we heard this before? Professor Alan Dershowitz has maintained his innocence. He had nothing to do with it. And John, do you want to go straight to Professor Dershowitz? Let's go to Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, your reaction? Uh, where's the apologies from everyone, right? <laughs> well, I'm very gratified that finally she recognized that she uh, may have uh, misidentified me. She may have made a mistake in identifying me. And uh, no money changed hands. Um, She made the statement. She said that she uh, was under pressure and she was uh, young and traumatized. But the point is... Uh, Alan, you didn't didn't do the same thing uh, Elon Musk did. Ask her to describe <laughs> your private parts. Uh-huh. And that girl went away. That was funny. And, that, and Elon Musk's girl went away. I wish I could tell you what really happened. There's a great story, but I can't. I'm, I'm obliged to stick to the script. And what she said basically, again, was uh, I was very young at the time. It was stressful and traumatic environment. Mr. Dershowitz is from the beginning consistently deny these allegations. I now recognize that I may have made a mistake in identifying Mr. Dershowitz. So that's what she said. And that's good enough for me. And I hope the matter ends and we can close the book on it. It's and how do you, th- how do you think uh, Andrew Cuomo did? Do you think a few of them uh, did or did not? You know, who knows about anybody else? I only know you about don't. myself. It, it, it's I so easy. It's so easy. Myself. I don't know about Prince Andrew. I know that it's very easy to make accusations. Yeah. I wrote a book about it. It's very hard to disprove it, especially, allegations. Yeah. Especially when the world culture uh, they yeah. went around saying you must believe women at all. It's a presumption of guilt instead of a presumption of innocence. Yeah. Well, yeah. of course, so now believe her when she says that she now recognizes that she may have made uh, a mistake in identifying me. So now you should believe her. Uh, I now recognize I may have made a mistake in identifying Mr. Dershowitz. So, well, Alan, you just uh, solved the, the Ray Donovan question, which was, where do I go to get my reputation back? You have your yeah. reputation back. Congratulations. Now, I understand there's a New York Times story. Uh, was it on page is, tomorrow? Is it going to be on page one or page uh, thirty-nine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what happened, of course, is that it was done on the eve of the election, and so it won't get the kind of coverage it might have otherwise uh, gotten if it wasn't uh, election night. But we'll see. The Times had a good story about it today, um, with a good headline, and it's been all over the British press and other newspapers. And I'm, you know, generally satisfied that people will now understand that they can't 
go beyond what she said, which is she may very well have made a mistake in identifying me. And it's understandable. She was a very young person. She never didn't know who I was. She didn't know anything about me. Um, it's very understandable that she could have um, uh, misidentified me, but I have, you know, borne the consequences of it. And now it's over. That's the important point. Professor, this is Craig Eaton. I, I'm, I'm happy for this vindication. But, you know, it's funny when the Times write it, writes it, they say Epstein victim. Um, yeah. She's a convicted felon. She's not a victim here. It's just well, it's funny the way they write it. Yeah, I can't get into that. Yeah. But there, there are stories to be told. OK. And also, you know, I hope newspapers uh, will seek to unseal the depositions in the case, because right from the beginning, I have kept everything open. I want everything out in the open because I never had anything to hide. And I want to make sure that all the depositions are now unsealed. The public has the right to see them. And under our agreement, we have the right to to part, to say whatever we want about the uh, sealed material. And so we're hoping that, uh, uh, you know, the New York Times, WABC, other media companies say, look, we have a First Amendment right to see what's in those sealed materials. It's of public interest. So I hope that comes out. Let's pivot now to the election. Professor Dershowitz, uh, John Fetterman, who is running for Senate in Pennsylvania, he's already suing over misdated ballots. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you're well-versed in this topic as well, Uh, if you want to explain it a little bit more. The argument was that the ballots should not be counted, uh, Professor, because they weren't dated under Pennsylvania law. They have to be dated to be a a valid ballot. And uh, the fact of the matter is, I think the ballot should be set aside and not uh, and not counted because the state law is the state law. And I don't think the state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania has a right to intercede on that. And I think that was a mistake the Supreme Court of the United States made two years ago by not getting involved when the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania well, got themselves they, involved. You know, they, they didn't get involved two years ago because it wouldn't have made a difference in the election. But clearly, you're absolutely right. Under the Constitution, under Article 2, it's the state legislature, not the state courts and not the governor. That decides the rule of elections. That's true of presidential elections. It may not be as true of congressional elections, but certainly if you have a legislative judgment, it has to be abided by. Governors don't have a right to make the law, and the courts can only uh, mis- you know, interpret the law if it's uh, unconstitutional. So, look, we would hope after the 2020 election that there'd be no problems, that every one of the problems would have been solved in advance so nobody can claim that any election was anything but perfect. And I'm just hoping that we can have a good election without regard to who you want to win. At the end of the day, let everybody say the election was fair. And I, maybe it's that's all we want. We, that's all of us. We want that that everybody feels that the election was fair and there's no uh, skeletas going on. In Maricopa County in Arizona, there was some issues there, apparently, with some voting machines, 60 voting centers. Uh, there were some issues with voter tabulation. And now there is talk of poll workers in Maricopa are actively encouraging people to simply drop off their ballots instead of voting in person. Lines 90 minutes long. But now they figured out what the solution was and they changed printer settings. So you have a They didn't have enough ink, they said. Yeah. They- <laughs> Look, I, I, we go back to 2000. I get a phone call from Rabbi Yellen, the reform rabbi in Palm Beach County. It's about noon. And he says, my congregants are coming in telling me they voted for Pat Buchanan by mistake because of this butterfly ballot. 
and I get immediately copies of the butterfly ballot, and I see it's completely illegal, the butterfly ballot, because it allowed people to vote for Joe Lieberman for president. And a lot of Jewish residents thought they were voting for Joe Lieberman, the first vice president who was Jewish, and they ended up voting for Pat Buchanan, <laughs> who no Jew would ever vote for. So, Amen to that. Amen to that. And that may have made the difference in the presidential election. Because if there were a thousand votes that would have gone to uh, to to Gore rather than Bush, we would have had President Gore. So you know we've had these problems now for many 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 years, and it's time to fix them. You know I hate to use the cliche, but we can send a man to the moon. Why can't we get a decent election without anybody being able to complain? Uh, before we uh, we go to break, is there any other lawyers around the? The country, have you heard about today that are going to create a problem later on tonight or anything? I hope not, but I'm sure they will come up with them. You know, there are a lot of lawyers now who specialize in election law. They're looking for problems, and the loser is always looking for a problem. And that's why you have to have a fair process. You know, most countries in the world, not America— have election commissions. They're former judges, former presidents of universities, priests and rabbis and ministers, people who are beyond reproach, and they determine issues relating to the election. That hasn't happened in America, and it's overdue. We ought to have election commissions to resolve these issues, not partisan courts, not Congress, and not certainly not the candidates who lost the election. Well, uh, Alan Dershowitz, thank you so much, and congratulations on <laughs> on being found innocent on page eighty-two. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, but no, it's more important is it's on ABC, WABC News. Yeah, that was breaking news on breaking WABC. News right here. Uh, right, got your thank you for giving us exclusive. Uh, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 